hot enough for you? I'm imagining that pretty much everyone across the U.S. is becoming tired of that cliched conversation starter, but I know of some folks who can answer it most definitively in a heated exchange. The temperature right now reads 91 degrees. The heat index says that it feels like 105 degrees outside, and we're in the cool part of the day and country. Katie and I took our morning walk today like always, although we did concede as to when we took it. An hour earlier than usual seemed like a reasonable price to pay on a day when the forecasters all say, stay indoors. They never used to say that, just that the day would be really hot. With all the meteorological scales today, I suppose the emphasis is stronger when we're told that it's dangerously hot outdoors. Cooper the dog didn't seem to mind the heat at eight o'clock in the morning, and by staying in the shade for most of the way, we managed pretty well. We take a usual route around the Luther College campus, two miles of beauty that is invigorating even on a warm day. The route takes us through the campus and right next to a dormitory that is currently being fitted for new windows and a new roof. The project has been interesting to watch. It started out with fencing going around one entire end of the massive dorm, but without any signage to indicate what was happening. Then scaffolding was erected around that same half of the dorm. Then all of the windows became boarded up. Some weeks later, a sign went up to identify the massive rehab underway. This week, the roofers closed in on finishing one side of the high summit. The dormers and wide stretches of steeply graded roof took on a fresh look. At the beginning of the week, we commented that a safe wager would be that they're happy to be finishing that part of the project. Little did we know how safe that bet would be. Even at 8 a.m., the heat was overwhelming. For the first time in years, I actually wore shorts and a t-shirt. I'm one of those people who needs to stay covered up all the time. One of the real benefits of being a redhead at one time. And when we reached the side of the dorm where we had been making our daily observations, we stopped dead in our tracks. There at the apex of the massive roof, seven or eight workers moved material and hammered shingles as usual. Given the height of the building, there was no shade upon the roof anywhere. They simply followed their normal process as though there was nothing unusual about the day, but we knew better. These guys were working inside an oven where the heat index was likely 120 degrees or more. Added to that environment were mandatory hard hats, stout work pants for kneeling on asphalt shingles, dancing ballet-like on narrow catwalks, and the certain knowledge that the day would only grow hotter, we stood in awe. Whatever wages these workers were being paid were insufficient, at least for this day and time. I suspected, hoped, that protocols required work to cease at a certain point for worker health and safety, but I don't know that for sure. 
It occurred to me that if I was witness to a circumstance that presented a similar level of danger to someone, I would likely be calling 911. Working the heights of the building and assuming the dangers of roofing, it's the fourth most dangerous construction job in the U.S., are dangerous enough. To perform the work in an environment equivalent to a kiln is courting disaster. I wanted to either bring each of them a gallon of Gatorade or increase their pay by 50%. When the pandemic invaded our lives several years ago, one positive outcome from it was the unexpected recognition of the importance, even the heroism, of workers in our society who are often unnoticed and almost always underappreciated. We suddenly recognized grocery clerks and carryouts, lauded nurses and caregivers, honored teachers and restaurant workers, praised plumbers and electricians, and suddenly valued a host of other positions that too frequently escaped our attention. Today, I felt the same regard for outdoor construction workers who often perform not only difficult and precise work, but also do it under conditions that the rest of us simply would not, could not tolerate. I doubt that the exchange of pay for intolerably hot conditions is an equitable one. Who knows, maybe those fellows up on the roof came down for the day minutes after we passed by. But even if so, they had already withstood a high-wire blast furnace before 9 o'clock in the morning. We continued on our way, and when we got back home, I went into my office to write this homage in the air conditioning, of course. <laughs>